Ja. Beige. Beige. <laughs> That's a color. <laughs> It's a color. <laughs> Do you want to tell us about our special guest today, Jess, or should I? I feel like we, we both have something to say about it. Uh, so I'll start. Uh, today we have a very special guest. He has a beautiful story to share that to me just represents an ultimate proof of being in acceptance and seeing the beauty in things. Um, and yeah, this this person for me exudes love and and good vibes. <laughs> yeah but but this one was a this one was a, a tough lesson that took him a really long time to be able to to come to acceptance and love for it yeah yeah for me when I heard the story um it takes you through turns that really make you feel I feel like every emotion like enraged sadness and really like a level of we're talking about forgiveness and acceptance here and compassion. And sometimes we think that certain things are unforgivable. And definitely as he's telling the story, it's like, you think you're, you're thinking about how you would respond to it. Right. Or at <laughs> least that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I was like on the verge of like tears. I had like the knot in my throat. Like I really felt like I was there. And mm -hmm. then the turn that it took for him The level of compassion, I mean, it brought me to tears and I really had never, ever, like, experienced that, like, level of compassion in anybody else. And I didn't even know it was possible. Like, maybe, you know, in tales that you hear of someone you've never actually met. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, to hear it firsthand was really incredible. So I'm super happy to... Are, are we saying his name or is it or is he to remain nameless <laughs> you can say it <laughs> okay. so i'm so happy to have micah here also yeah. because he's been talked about in the show and he's an integral part of our family yes <laughs> happy to be here <laughs> so i'll just pass the mic <laughs> this is micah hello everyone Mm, um yeah so i'm gonna i guess i'll talk about a big journey and a big uh overcoming thing i have had in my life you know um so i don't know where to start but i guess i'll start from the beginning once upon a time long ago <laughs> mm -hmm. um Yeah, so as Isel said, I I was going to this thing called Landmark, um, and they the first the first bit of Landmark is you know the introduction part, you know, and then it goes into more of the aspect of like what are you choosing in your life and what are, like who are you what are you holding on to negative thoughts and, you know, and so we went through all this thing. And, uh, the next day it was think about your family and, uh, let's forgive your, like, let's forgive your family. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, Hmm. Who do 
do I want to forgive my family? But to sum it up, I already, like, kind of already went through this by myself personally. I thought I already went through this. And I was like, you know what? I don't have any, like, bad, like, drama with my family anymore. You know, I already gave it up. You know, I just, I just threw it under the rug and was like, yeah, it's all good, you know? And uh, then, like, right after I thought that, the speaker was like, hey, if you are thinking about, like, you, you forgave them, but you still have that little, like, thing in your heart, you know, that, oh, or that, oh, man, you haven't forgiven completely, you know, you have not made it up in your heart completely. And I was like, oh, darn, you know, like, Hmm, is he talking to me? <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, I should really call up my dad. And my dad is the probably the hardest one, if anybody, to call up my family. And I wanted to take that role on. I could have called anybody up. I could have called my sister, my mom, you know, because I had a little, like, you know, it's a family thing. You know, everybody has their little skeletons and their little bugs that they really haven't, you know, apologized completely for. But my dad really came up and I was like, oh, my God, I haven't talked to my dad in 20 years almost. And it was really heavy on my heart and I was like you know what I'm in this program I'm gonna just go for it you know and a lot of people would say like oh what's wrong like why why is it so hard you know and to sum it up I mean I don't want to make it too long so I'm gonna like you know definitely give you a little quick backstory about my life my childhood and we weren't the richest, you know, family, and that doesn't really matter, but I, I grew up in a very abusive and very abusive physically and mentally and verbally, actually, um, fa- like, childhood, really. And I, although I went through a lot of, like, struggles, my sister went through it just as well you know and that was just like twice as hard to see that with my sister too you know someone I absolutely loved and you know it it was it was so funny because and like I took it as like you know it was it was bad but yet everyone's like oh my god you know like how like I used to compare it to a lot of other kids like I used to be the shy, quiet, you know, timid one, you know, but had a lot of the hurt inside and I always kept it, you know, very hidden from everyone really, you know. I always was embarrassed by my family. I was embarrassed by, you know, how I was like, I really like how my father was and my father suffers from, you know, like depression and also he suffers from schizophrenia and that those two combos are not very uh not very nice usually but you know um 
But yes, uh, so a lot of people ask me, like, oh, was there rape? There was rape. There was definitely verbal abuse. Um, I got beat a lot, you know, and it was, and then on top of all that, hearing, you know, like, nothing was, it was always negative in my house. Like, like they're always following me. He was very schizo, like, he had schizophrenia, so that he thought everyone was following him. He thought he was listening to him, and as a kid, you know like listening to that was very troubling you know and you know having like they're all listening and you never would go out i couldn't never had friends over and you know it was just it was it weighed a quite a bit on my heart you know and and also my sister i think my sister my sister has took it a lot harder actually i think you know and she you just see my sister and my mom, it was just this constant battle, you know, of just yelling, screaming at each other. And my mom and dad would always have arguments and always fight and always argue. And it, it was, it was pretty hard, you know, for the most part. And so I had all that, you know, tucked away under the carpet, you know, <laughs> And so when it came time to try to reach out to my dad, I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's uh, let's Wait, try to call can, my... can you tell us about what happened? Like your dad kind of crossed the line by abusing one of your sister's friends, right? Oh, yeah. you, de- you decided to run away at the oh, age yes. of what? Yeah. So really what pretty much what happened was... My dad uh, was, you know, messing around with one of my sister's best friends, and he would always, like, have us, like, watch out, and it it was, like, kind of this this thing that was just really weighed on me, you know, he was like, oh, go outside, and I was like, what, what do you mean go outside, when they were together, you know, and, and my sister actually ended up finding out, and my sister and my dad had a really blow like a blowout you know and my dad was always like you know like he took he like grabbed me and he was like like you understand right you understand and I was like no I don't really understand but you know like yeah I was really scared you know and worried about like what he would think you know and that's I was like I I don't want to be a part of this I don't I don't know what about this and I I just I don't want to involved this is ridiculous and how dare you try to bring like i don't want to be involved in this this is and you're trying to drag me into your drama and this situation i do not want to be in i'm very uncomfortable with this and he and so like that happened and it was like i was like you know what i'm done with this i'm out of here so i ended up uh, leaving uh, my, which was really hard. I wanted to leave that whole situation, so I ended up leaving with my, my sister, my, my with my aunt and uncle, and my I had to leave my sister behind, and that really, really tore me apart, really. And shortly after that, my dad and my mom both get put in jail. Um, my mom got put in jail for um, for prostitution and drugs, and my dad got put in jail for the statutory rape. 
And so as I was living with my aunt and uncle, you know, my sister comes along and she, she's, she's, she took it bad, but she, she told me like really what happened. She was really distraught by it, but she had a either, she had a choice of either going to a foster home or going to an immediate family. And so this whole situation really, really tore our family apart, you know? And my sister had to, my sister wasn't the type of religious girl and my family was the family I was living with at the time. And my sister was having a real hard time adjusting. And I was like, you know what, just try to adjust with me, you know, you know, it's, it's better than being in a foster home, you know? And she's like, I don't want to be in a foster home either. You know, and I don't want to be in this house either. How like, and she was really freaked out and she wanted to like really hurt that girl, her best friend, because she felt like it was her fault for tearing the whole family apart like this, you know, and sending all my parents to jail and shit in a way. And so I asked my sister, I was like, you know what, let's calm down, you know, and she basically thought the reason why I ran away was for her because of her. And I was like, no, it was because of dad, you know, like I couldn't stand being around him. You know, he was dragging me, she was dragging us all down and I had to make this, decision of like am I gonna let him do this to me am I gonna let this hinder my who I am and my personal being you know I didn't want to be around that and so that's why I left and she was so happy to hear that because she really thought it was because of her and I was like how did you why would why would you come up with that like no way we got each other's backs and she's like no I thought you so that happened um so that that was a part of like the whole trauma of my family getting torn up and kind of a backstory of where where i came from really Mm -hmm. so uh, to move on to the landmark you know it so having all that in my heart in my mind and thoughts you know to call my dad up was pretty big you know that I was trying to swallow, I wanted to swallow all of it. I wanted to swallow my pride. I didn't want, I didn't want hate in my heart anymore. And I had a lot of built up hate, you know, although I wouldn't, I, all the time, you know, I didn't want to say it was hate. I just was like, no, I forgave him. You know, I, 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 I swept it, I swept it under the carpet, you know, but although, you know, I thought that, and convinced myself that there was it was so far from the truth so so i was trying to get a hold of him but not talking to your father for 20 years you don't really have his number <laughs> so i tried to call his old number and it was disconnected and i was like oh it's, it's a sign you know <laughs> like trying to get off the hook yeah yeah for sure i was like oh this is great i don't have to call him and so that led me to just think about my uh, my mom and my sister. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll give them a call too, you know? Like, you know, I yeah, just that's perfect, you know? And it was 
it was the second it was the sec the first second day but the third session because we all took a lunch break and we were supposed to do this on our lunch breaks and after our lunch break you know we went back in and he told us like who who tried to call their parents you know and i was like oh man he's like who tried who who couldn't get a hold of them and i was like oh i raised my hand they're like he's like that's not an excuse (laughs) i was like darn it (laughs) so the next break i ended up uh saying you know what i'm gonna call my sister up and my mom up I know none of them are going to have his number because my sister's not want to do, has nothing to want to do with my dad, you know? And I was like, if I ask her, like, I know it's going to be a no, you know, but I'm going to ask. So I, the first person I called up was my mom and I wanted to like apologize for all the hurt I gave her really too. You know, I wanted to clean up a lot of skeletons out of my closet so I called her up and I was like, hey, mom, I, I know I haven't like called you in a long time or we haven't talked, but I just want to let you know that, you know, I love you. And I'm so sorry that whatever, how, for all the trouble I caused you, you know, and all the hurt, you know, if I caused you or hurt you, if I said things, you know, to hurt you, because when I was younger, you know, my dad made it seem like it was everything was my mom's fault. So there was this animosity for a long time about my mom and I treated her for a good, I treated her really poorly for a good majority of my life, you know, very poorly. And I wanted to apologize for that. So I was telling her how much, I, how much I was, how sorry I was for that. And she's like, Oh honey, you already apologized a long time ago about this. And I was like, I know, but I really want to let you know that I, I'm so sorry the way I treated you and no one deserves that. And she was like, well, thank you, you know, like, I appreciate that. I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, what are you doing? I was like, I'm at this thing called Landmark, and (laughs) uh, there's a couple of things I need to do. And she's like, that's great. I'm so happy. So she, so we made, like, we both cried. We laughed, you know. And I was like, you know, I need to call. I was like, do you have my dad? Do you have dad's number? And she's like, dear God, no. What the hell are you? what do you want that for? <laughs> and I was like, I want to, I want to like, cause I said, I have all this hate in my heart about the situation that he put us in. And I want that to be gone. You know, I don't want this to be in my heart anymore. And she was like, Oh no, I don't have his number, but that's very, like very amazing about I'm for that about you. And that's, that takes a lot. And I was like, Thank you, Mom. I know it's I'm nervous as fuck right now and my heart was starting to pound. Every time I thought about it, my heart would start to freak out and pound and flutter. My mind would like skip, you know, it was a very, very intense thing. And so I I was like, she's like, No, I don't, but you might want to try your sister. I doubt she has his number too, but you can give him a try. And I was like, Yeah, that's the person I'm gonna call up next is my sister. And so I hung up with my mom and called my sister up and I called my sister and I was like, Hey mom, Hey sis, you know? And she's like, Hey bro. And me and my sister talk quite a bit, you know, off and on here and there. So we have a good relationship. And I was like, Hey, I know this is going to sound really weird, but do you have dad's number? And she's like, who have you been talking to? What? I'm like, why do you want his number? And she started giving me all these questions. And I was like, 
because I I really want to like to tell him, you know, like apologize. And she's like, you don't need to apologize. Fuck that, you know. <laughs> and I was like, no, I just need to apologize for all the hate I have for him, you know. And I shouldn't hate him. She's like, and she's like, well, she's like, have you been talking to mom? And I was like, why? She's like, because I called up dad not too long ago and told him that I love him. I will always have a part. He'll always have a part in my life. And he'll always be dada at me, but I don't ever want to talk to him ever again. But I just want to let him know that it's not, it's nothing personal. It's just, it's just me. And I, I just, every time I talk to you, you just upset me, you know? And she's tried multiple times to connect with my dad, you know, and my dad's a very stubborn man, <laughs> say the least. <laughs> and, she uh she she had a really hard time so she just called him up not too long ago right after i like i went through all these programs and which was amazing i was like so you have dad's number and she's like yeah but i told him that i love him but i don't ever want to talk to him again though and and he he uh, he said that he's he'll respect that and he says he loves me too and he's sorry for what all he did and i was like wow that's that's pretty big, you know, that's crazy. So she's like, well, I'll give you his number, but it's not going to do any good because he's still like a stubborn asshole, you know? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know, but well, I'm going to try, you know? And if whatever I do, you know, at least I tried and I want to make, I want to just let him know. So she gives me his number and I give him a call up and he doesn't answer. I call him again and he doesn't answer. I call him, I call him three times and he still doesn't answer. So I go, Oh, it's a sign. <laughs> uh, like he's not going to answer. And, uh, the, se- the next break I, we had, um, the final break we had, he gives me a call back. I, I call him. Oh yeah. I call him one more time. And he answers. And I was like, oh, well, hey, Dad. And he's like, no, long time no here, huh? You know? And I go, like, yeah, yeah, sure that. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, wh- what's up with that? And I was like, oh, I just, every time I try to talk to you, it goes, always, it always ends up when we, we always end up in an argument, you know? And you always end up talking about, like, how the government's after you and, I, I don't need that shit no more, you know? <laughs> and I was like, he's like, oh, well, well, there are. And uh, he goes into his little rant, and I go, but, Dad, the reason why I really wanted to call is I wanted to apologize to And he's like, what? What are you talking about? And, and I was like, like I I just want to tell you I'm sorry for the way I treated you and how I cut you out of my life and being with a very negative way of cutting you out, you know? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, he's like, what, why are you talking about all this? Why, why are you calling me up? And I was like, well, and I, I told him a situation where I was at Landmark and one of my homework assignments was to, you know, tell, forgive your parents, you know, forgive those loved ones, you know, those close loved ones. And 
you know, I, I just wanted to let you know that I'm sorry. And I, I just wanted to let you know that I, I had all this hate built up in my heart out for you. And I don't want that no more. And I'm just sending it away and wanted to let you know that. And he's like, yeah, that's right. You know, and like the response I was not looking for at all. I was expecting like, the, oh, that's nice. Well, thank you. And he was like, yeah, you better be, you know. And I was like, oh, what? what? And like, there, there, there's this thing called rackets. And man, every racket went on my, my head. I was like, oh, this son of a jerk is being an asshole again. <laughs> you know, and I was like, ah. Oh. And he was like, yeah, 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 you better be sorry, you know. And I'm like, oh, my God, I did not expect this. And I was like, oh. But I bit down on my, like, tongue, and I was like, okay, uh, uh, don't get mad. Don't get mad, you know. And I was like, hey, um, I know, Dad, I'm, and I, yeah, I am sorry. And I, and I'm like, you know, I, I just and I was like yeah and then it was like it was like something that came over me I don't know what you would call it but something cleared up right then and there and it was oh no no, no I'm sorry and then he, he goes sorry about that and I was like I'm I'm sorry so I'm biting my lip but I'm also like grinning my teeth and clenching my feet I ain't clenching my teeth and just going oh he's like like and he's like what else are you he's like why why would you be sorry you know like and i was like well he's like like i didn't you had a kick life and i was like i didn't i was like well dad you beat me you abused me you know the rape involved and he's like i didn't beat you hard enough and i was like oh what <laughs> and everything that I try to like keep my love kind of went out the door in that moment. <laughs> it was like, wow. And I was like, okay, I know why, I know why I hate you so much. <laughs> and he, he goes off and he goes, yeah, you don't know what abuse is. You don't know what I went through. I got beat. You didn't get shit. You know, I'm the one that got slapped. Uh, my dad's the one that beat me. Beat me till I was black and blue. You don't know what abuse is. And I was like, and right then and there, something came over. That's when the aha moment hit me. And it, it was more like, wow. Okay. He's reflecting, you know. And he's hurting. He's the one that's hurting inside, you know. He's the he's the true victim in a way, you know. And he built. He was just acting out like how he was raised. And right there, it was like this thing came over me and just had this complete understanding and this this passion of love that I've never had ever and. I just stopped and was like, wow, dad, I am so sorry you went through that. I th Actually, dad, I am so sorry. And you know what? You are right. You are right. No one should go through that. No one should, should go through that abuse. And the person you are, and you are one of those people that should never have been through that. 
And his tone and his demeanor and everything changed right there. He was like, what? Uh, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I guess you're right. And I was like, yeah, no, no one should went through that. And you know what? I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for making this about me, you know? And I realized that this is about you. And I'm so sorry for that. And I wanted to let you know that I love you. And I, for, I, I am so sorry for all that abuse and all that trauma you went through. And he was just dumbfounded. He was just like, uh, I, I, yeah, well, thank you. And I was like, yeah, you're welcome. And yeah, and I just wanted to let you know that I want to try to start it. Like I'm not for sure if, how it's gonna start. Maybe we can take we can take baby steps here on trying to mend this relationship, you know, a little bit. And he was like, "Yeah, um, oh, well, thank you, thank you." And um, I would like that. I would like that, you know. And I was like, "Okay, cool. We'll we'll we'll, we'll try to work on that, you know." And you know, and we'll 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 talk more you know and if you need me call me you know and he was like yeah okay all right cool and then right there it was like this clean slate this burden that just got lifted off my shoulders and it was like i saw something so clear without no judgment without any insecurities without past judgment it 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 was the most beautiful most amazing moment that I have ever experienced in my life. It was the clearest thoughts. There was no ego involved at all. There was no me, me. It was this beautifulness that I just saw what he was actually going through, you know? And he, he told me he actually, after our inner conversations, he goes, Hey, um, I want to apologize for being the, for putting you, what I put you through. And I'm sorry. And I saw, I'm seeing something right now, right, right now that I've never, I've never seen. And I'm seeing a reflection right now. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, well, I was like, well, good that you're seeing that, you know? And, how does that make you feel? And he's like, well, it's hurt. It hurts, you know? And I was like, I was like, well, don't beat yourself up, you know, (laughs) over it. See that. And, you know, just be thankful that you have that. You saw that and you can change that. You could be, you could have, you have the power now to change those situations to change that attitude to change those thoughts you know we can't change the past but now you can look forward for something better and to better like to better those things and you you like you can call crystal up or mom up you know and you know tell them what you went through just right now you know and he's like yeah i don't know about that <laughs> i was like well baby steps <laughs> 
But yeah, so that was like a very big thing. And that has me from then on, you know, it really had me think more about a bigger picture in life now. You know, it really, it really showed me how, how sneaky the ego is (laughs) Hmm. and how, how, how you can manipulate a story and be poor me, 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 and don't see the other sides of it really. And I think we all can like really type us like to take a step back and like focus and just realize where is that anger coming from? Where is that hatred, that insecurity, the, the self, the un the self doubts and really see see it for what it is you know it it took me a while it took me a long time to actually get to that point you know mm-hmm. and it was a point it and it was an ama- amazing point because it was at the highest most intense moment where i was able to see it and that that was really beautiful for me, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's my story. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. You're very welcome. And before yeah. you had the conversation with your dad, when you felt like, you know, you had already forgiven him. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what was there for you before? Like, what, what, in what way was it? stopping you because when you're kind of like pretending something I think like you know a lot of people that have gone through traumatic experiences if they don't have like a healthy way to to work through it that is that that is a way that it's done right you just like you're like I'm gonna get past it so I'm gonna like just push it behind me and so what do you think was missing that you completed when you talked to your dad? Oh my goodness. It, the, what was missing was uh, like a lot of self, like a lot of self love really was uh, a big one. And it was unconditional love mm. really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I really didn't know what un- I thought I knew what unconditional love was until almost that very moment. And that's where I got a glimpse. Yeah. Of what unconditional love is like. And now I'm like, wow, if that's true, unconditional love, I want more of it. (laughs) I guess it's kind of when you, when you think you like sweep something under the rug or, or you get over it, but without actually doing the work, it it's more like you shut the door to it. Oh, right. Yeah, you're self taught. So, yeah, it's definitely self sabotaging. Really, um, you think you 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 really like. For me, I really thought I forgave him. You know, like I felt like I I couldn't talk to him. I couldn't rationalize with him. So I took it to myself. I was like, okay, I'm gonna pretend like he's dead to me. And just say, okay, I forgive him, you know, and I 
you know, he, it is what it is. I went through all that, but you know what? It's, it's done. It's over. You know, it's the past, you know, and it was, it was, I was, I was really lying to myself, you know, and I think what I, my, from what I learned now is I could take moments like that now and I, I deal with them in that moment instead of creating stories around it and trying to sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's one of those ones where you just, you really have to go in there with every possibility, you know, like, like, okay, so here we go. Like say for instance, like, like when I finally was able to talk to my dad, I had all those like fears and I faced them right then and there. And I took it with not a victimized like idea because I was very, I, I made it myself look like the victim. And when I finally got rid of that, I was like, I was able to see how clear that was that I always was like, I made myself look like the victim when I swept under the rug. I was like, I'm swept under the rug because I'm the victim and I can get rid of this because I'm, yeah, yeah, it's easy. It's easier. It's, it's easier for, to just sweep under the rug. But, you know, you're always going to have, it's always going to be there really, you know, even when you, even if you don't think so, yeah, <laughs> it's there. But I will know? say that even sweeping it under the rug, um, you know, that it's like that you did the best with what you had. Oh, correct. Yeah. You didn't play the victim role your whole life. And it doesn't mean that it didn't affect you, but I like, I never really knew that side of you because you've been just such a lovely happy like amazing person in our lives and so what like opening that door to your father's love and to the forgiveness and to the compassion and seeing eye to eye and really connecting with like the oneness of all and like seeing that you're almost just like a part of this wheel like it wasn't intentional it wasn't about you he didn't like hate you it was just he also was doing the best with what he could it opens up this new possibility of of how you could be in the world like how there is literally like nothing you cannot do nothing that you can't get over because like the biggest challenge was already faced yeah that that is it's so true yeah like now it feels like i can accomplish anything you know like and that, that's so true too and yeah like i i was i did have what i worked with what i got you you're absolutely right and that sweeping under the rug part was a very was what i knew how to do the best and that's yeah it helped me you know to just kind of do that until that very point where i needed to confront it and that's what that's the beauty of like time you know that's exactly what i was thinking when you were saying that i was like i mean timing can just be so divine like we can't beat ourselves up for not having done it sooner or whatever it's like i feel like things 
like they there is like a divine timing and and there has to be like a trust there oh yeah there there there's such is and that it 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 had to work out it, it worked out so perfectly i mean, i see it now you know <laughs> which is which is amazing you know yeah which is absolutely amazing and it it should and now that that experience that i went through and i was just like wow this is amazing now i'm chasing now i'm chasing that and i was like wow i could do that with everything i could put that in my life with everything and I want to now yeah and you know it having that knowledge now and that experience is so beautiful and it 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 really gave me it 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 couldn't have come at a perfect most time too is I I was I mean I've been going through some little little struggles in my head lately and now I I kind of step back and I go okay okay hang on let's see the big picture here, you know, and let's see it with a loving, not hate, like not judgment heart. And I go, Oh, there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making it up, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's just now, now my life and my journey has been so different now. You know, it's been pretty incredible. You know, there's been these ups and downs and stuff. Because I'm like, like one moment I'm down, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I shouldn't be here, you know? I shouldn't be here. But I should, you know? <laughs> I need to love the present moment. I need to love that. I need to be embrace that that chaos <laughs> and just say, it is what it is. This is beautiful, you know? <laughs> See for what it is, instead of making a story in my head of how negative it is, try to make it now not so negative and be in a moment and be like, okay, this is how it is. Okay, awesome, beautiful, cool. Yeah, I'm and here. like now maybe you feel like like you do have power over your life. Oh, you know, yeah. you have a say. So true. It's yeah, that absolutely is. <laughs> like I can let this thing torment me, or I can do something about it. Exactly. Yes. I'm very sure. I'm sure we, most of us, if not everyone, has a short or long list of people that you know maybe things didn't end up so well. Like I definitely have a list. I actually mm-hmm. been caching things with one of the people, like recently. And, uh, I mean, it just feels incredible because at one point I totally thought, I guess I'm just never going to talk to this person again. And my mind kept being like, well, but there's all these really great reasons why. And I just kept having to feed myself that negative story to hide the fact that I was actually super sad because there was a lot of things I really loved about that person. And, um, and I, besides that person, there's also been like a short, a handful of other people to which, <laughs> which I have sent emails to and I just have never heard from them and I just have no idea where they are but I guess you know I I was ready to have an excuse to not reach out to the person that I am hashing it out with and I think the fact of where it's going now is kind of like that reminder of like hey don't give up like this is your life you know and 
whether you think you're like, oh, I'm good without that, it's like you're you're kind of like tricking yourself. Yeah, no, yeah, that's and it's not to say that you're not complete, but it's you know it's like having some dirty socks under your bed. (laughs) You're like, I know they're there. I'm gonna clean them out. But I mean, it's not that big of a deal. They don't really bother me. But every morning you wake up thinking like, man, I still haven't like taken those socks out. I wonder if they've gotten moldy at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And then you look under there and it turns out all your favorite toys from your childhood are there. Yeah. (laughs) It's like way more wonderful than you would have imagined to look under the bed. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing your story. Oh, I wanted to tie it back with the perfect timing. And I know that like, you know, like for me, it's like, I could think of the people and think like, oh, but I'm not ready or I don't know what I would say. But I think just knowing that, okay, you know what? It is possible. And I would like to just even have the opportunity to tell the, those people like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. I was kind of an asshole at that time. And I do really love you and like have a really great life. <laughs> just like, you know, <laughs> have, have it had ended on on such negative terms. Um, but yeah, I, I trust that all in good time, it will happen. Yeah, no, it's so true. And some of this, like also some of those stories I heard, you know, at Landmark, you know, besides mine, you know, were just jaw-dropping too you know like people cleaned out a lot of like hatred of their like lives in that in that moment too and there was a lot of tears a lot of like happy like joy as well too yeah 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 Uh, also what i think is people we 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 all don't realize i i know in my practice i have clients you know that are holding resentment to either a family member, a friend, or someone in their past. And it, it really holds over their heart, right? And the, the hate affecting them. And whenever I invite them to to forgive, they're like, well, he doesn't deserve forgiveness. She doesn't deserve forgiveness. Like, he did, she did something wrong, or they still doing something wrong. And, as, and, you know, I try to, like, get that message across. The forgiveness is not for the other person. The forgiveness is totally for you because as much as you we're not forgiving we're just holding that resentment and it's affecting us and affecting our energy and yeah blocking us from you know accessing more beautiful parts of our life and our of, of our personality and of our freedom right it, it frees you frees us to to forgive yeah definitely and that's why you know like i i hear Micah's story and then like what he shares about the other people in his course landmark and it's like yeah I can I know it's it's so freeing to forgive and yeah like I I also think of of our mom right it's all like she she like held on to grudges for a long time and I remember for for, like like years back she started realizing you know I don't want to hold resentment anymore I'm realizing how my anger is, is affecting me and before it was like, no, they deserve, they deserve the resentment, you know, but little by little, she realized she's like, it's affecting me more than anybody else. And we worked on it on sessions and talking. And I think she's come such a, such a long way with her forgiveness and, you know, just having more, more love, more unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but yeah, it's it's totally for us, and like we've talked about it, right? Like it's just positive energy, just it recycles itself, and when we send love to somebody else, it just comes right back. Definitely. Well, thank you guys so much. I love you. Love thank you. Too. you. We love you. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>